Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. Coke, Nike, and American Airlines have decided to take a political stand against expanding voting rights in Georgia, siding with what election officials, PolitiFact, and even the Washington Post and fact-finders determined to be the big lie that they're restricting voting rights. The truth is that these laws expand voting rights, while uh, Joe Biden and Democrats are raising campaign money and confusing voters by lying about it. We talked about this a few weeks ago when it first started going on, and my, my guess, my conjecture, was that if they didn't take a side, especially with the activist left, then they would be exposed for a number of atrocities, especially when you talk about, you know, Coca-Cola and Nike that have been lobbying against legislation that would uh, forbid American companies from doing business with uh, communist Chinese government in China where they are using forced labor, slave labor, if you like, from minorities have been oppressed. There's uh, something about a million of these Uyghurs who are in concentration and or internment camps, whatever you like to call them, and they're involved in forced labor. So my guess is that it was a political calculation that if they did not take the side of the, of the Democrats and liberals, that you have these well-funded organizations like Media Matters and others. I mean, it's a multi-million, uh, organ- multi-million dollar organization that would be able to get these messages into the news, like on MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CNN, over and over and over again. All right? It's not just about reaching an audience. It's about the frequency with which you hit people with these messages. It gets into their uh, long-term memory. So I believe that these CEOs took this uh, seriously and decided, look, we're going to have to take a, take a side on this. And if they go up against, say, the conservatives, who are actually you know, on the side of what's true here, then they would lose because the conservative organizations are, are smaller and they don't have the relationships uh, with the national media, as I just described, that the left do. So what's happening now is that you have an organization, uh, Consumers Research, the CEO is Will Hill. He's on the phone right now. I'm going to talk about this. And they put out these ads that I believe that the left would have done just the same thing had these corporate CEOs decided to stay out of the whole political shenanigans. So, for example. American Airlines rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs? Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Okay, so there it is against the Texas laws, which, uh, by the way, I mean, even in Georgia, something like 97% of voters, I know that's for Texas, but you have so many voters, they already have IDs. And in, in Georgia, it's like 97%. I don't know Nike how many. Nike is constantly political. There Why? we go. This is Nike. Okay. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. 
John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. So uh, Nike spent about, just about a million dollars to try to stop this legislation. That would prevent American companies from using forced labor, slave labor that's in China. And uh, that was last fall, went through the House. It's been stuck in committee now for, uh, for at least a, uh, a couple of months. But what about Coca-Cola? How would they use forced labor? Ah, sugar. Coca-Cola is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in China. Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola. Stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. I would just say that Pepsi tastes better. Let's get to uh, Will Hilt right now on the Jensen Show. He's CEO, uh, leading consumers research, the group that's produced the exact same ads that I believe liberals would have produced. Uh, CEO pay using forced labor from China, a whole lot more to get these corporations to stop uh, playing politics. So, Will, thanks for, the pro thanks for being on the program. How are you? Glad to be here. Doing well. All right. Uh, now, you heard my take on this. I believe that the CEOs uh, were compelled by the left to pick a side, and they picked, uh, they picked the more powerful side, the one that would have actually done them some damage. Are you guys getting any traction with these ads or this campaign? Well, uh, we're excited at the uh, amount of feedback we've gotten from all across the country. Uh, thousands of consumers have reached out by phone, by email, just to let us know uh, how appreciative they are for someone finally standing up uh, for the consumer in the marketplace against these companies who have been mistreating them and are trying to distract from that by uh, playing politics, cozying up to the radical left. Well, I, uh, let me just get your reaction to my suspicion that they had to, because if they didn't, then the left would have done what you're doing, but more effectively. And I say more effectively, not because you guys didn't do a good job producing these, but you don't have the relationships with the producers and the anchors and reporters at NBC, MSNBC, ABC, and CNN. Well, there may be some truth to that, but I can tell you Nike has been playing political for years, uh, you know, almost as long as they've had trouble with uh, forced labor being in inside their potentially inside their production chain. So I, I think it goes back farther than the latest iteration uh, that we've seen. I'm sure there are some companies who've been threatened by the radical left activists, but there's certainly other companies who've benefited from their name being in the news for the positions they've taken on potential legislation that they know nothing about rather than uh, many of their problems. So do you think these CEOs know this now? And I ask because, for example, Gabriel Sterling is a chief operation officer and chief financial officer of the office of Georgia Secretary of State. Well, Georgia Secretary of State runs the elections. And, in fact, he's the guy who wrote the open letter to Trump saying, stop lying about the election results in Georgia. Someone's going to get hurt. Boom. January 6th happened. Now, he's also written an open letter to President Biden saying you're lying about, and he used the word lie, you're lying about... Uh, the voter expansion laws in Georgia, someone's going to get hurt. Uh, that didn't really um, make a lot of the news for a long time. And, and of course, uh, you know, we talked about it, and it isn't true. Do you think CEOs now are aware, or maybe even they were from the beginning, aware that, uh, you know, this campaigning on the lie that Georgia is restricting voting rights 
was was a lie. Do you think they already knew that or not? Well, I, I can't I can't say for certain. What what I can say is that they embarrassed themselves by taking positions on matters that they had no expertise in, uh, weren't solid on their facts, as you noted. Many of them put out statements that included things about potential legislation that turned out to be completely false. Um, and again, this is a distraction from their core business. They should be focusing on their consumers. They should be focusing on creating a quality, healthy product that's free from the taint of forced labor. But instead, they're off trying to play politics. And I, again, I just I believe it's a distraction from from what they should be doing because they'd rather uh, take positions on on these issues than than answer tough questions. I mean, take American example for example. Take take American excuse me. Take American Airlines for example. Yeah. Uh, they rated the nation's worst airline. They they lose the most bags. They kick the most people off the flights involuntarily. We actually reached out to them ourselves, and they confirmed to us that during the COVID pandemic, uh, they continued to decrease legroom on many of their flights. And, of course, this is at a time when the airline took a multi-billion-dollar taxpayer-funded bailout uh, from the American taxpayer and still paid their CEO, Doug Parker, an eight-figure paycheck that year, and laid off 19,000 people. I wonder how many of those folks he could have kept employed if he hadn't taken taxpayer money to pay himself eight figures. So, again, American Airlines is a perfect example of a company that would much rather, when you Google them, the news be about the positions they've taken – you know, about, you know, voting uh, integrity uh, legislation or or this political issue, that political issue. They don't want to be talking about Doug Parker's eight figure sub taxpayer subsidized paycheck. They, they don't want to be talking about, uh, you know, being rated the worst airline. They would much rather uh, be talking about these other issues. Oh, absolutely. Look, this is my point. Um, it, it comes down to reach and frequency. You know, uh, you could be on a talk show like mine and it, everything you're saying is absolutely true. But that's not like being on, you know, NBC Nightly News, right? And ABC News at night or, or even, uh, you know, uh, CNN or anything like that. In fact, if you have any of those anchors or talk show hosts, you know, like Rachel Maddow, talk show host, or um, uh, Cuomo and Lemon Ice Guys, they hammer it over and over and over again. Uh, and in fact, they make a series of these kinds of things when it fits along their uh political philosophies. Well, sometimes the messenger is the message. And if you're a conservative organization and you're reporting all these truths, they don't want to hear it, I don't think, because it doesn't go along with their political ideology. So I'm wondering, are you able to get any of this into any news reportage by, say, the Washington Post, New York Times? And I don't mean just saying, oh, conservative group, uh, consumers research is doing yada, yada, yada. I mean where they're actually saying, wow, uh, look at all. Now, I know the New York Times has done stories on uh, forced labor and the Uyghurs and such uh, over the years. But now, I'm wondering, because of what you're doing, are you able to, uh, uh, to get that message out in the news stories, uh, perhaps even have it serialized as they will do with something else that fits into their political ideology? Well, this issue does seem to have struck a chord. Uh, you may have seen that we, there was a uh, long-form article about it in the uh, uh, Wall Street Journal, uh, editorial page. The Financial Times has has done a piece on it. I was on CNBC Squawk Box uh, talking about 
this campaign. So oh, no, I, I saw I that and I loved it. But, yeah. but here's my point. They're talking about you. They're not talking about, you know, the CEOs as a separate story from you. They're not talking about, you know, Coke and Nike profiting from forced labor in China. They're talking about you. That's that's my question, Will, is are you getting any traction wherein they're actually doing these substantive stories, perhaps even serializing them, uh, without you in the story? Well, I, all I can speak to is the, is the media that I've been involved in. You know, this is an ongoing seven-figure campaign. Yep. Not only is there media coverage, but there's also the, the buys themselves. The ads are running on CNBC. They're running nationally. Uh, billboards are going up uh, uh, very shortly uh, in each of these uh, companies' headquarters, towns. Um, so, you know, I, I can't uh, control what MSNBC or CNN or any of these stations you've listed are, are talking about, but I can just tell you this seems to have really struck a chord, and, and, and this isn't about Will Hill, and it's, you know, it isn't about consumers' research. It, it's about the frustration, the pent-up frustration that consumers have had uh, being mistreated by these companies and then, and then being preached to by those same companies in order to distract from those mistreatments. See, that's, so and, I, and you're absolutely I, right about that. I mean, end, it feels yeah. like we're penetrating because, I, you know, I, I, you know, what we've seen. I mean, Coca-Cola issued a statement. It was incredibly disappointing and milk toast, and didn't say a word about refocusing on on providing a healthy, quality product free from forced labor uh, to their to their customers. But they felt the need to respond. So I think that suggests that that this is penetrating. Um, and uh, as I said, it's it's phase one of an ongoing. Uh, Consumers First Initiative campaign. And so uh, if you're in a corporate boardroom right now and you're sitting around discussing whether you should take a position on a political issue you know nothing about that's not germane to your business in order to cozy up to the woke left and distract from your own failings, uh, it's a simple message. Uh, we are coming for you. It's not going to work. We're not going to let you distract uh, from, from, from those mistreatments of your customers. I, I wonder, in fact, I doubt that you guys are as well-funded as, say, Media Matters and uh, maybe a half dozen other organizations out there. Plus, um, if, you, if you're not, you know, on the team, as it were, with some of these networks that I mentioned, uh, you're not going to get that kind of traction either. Either you just you know have to do the ads. Do, do you know what I'm saying when it when it comes to an issue, for example, and these particular outlets that have millions of people who are watching? Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? The ads are one thing, but actually uh, getting on the team because of the ideology actually gives more reach and frequency and and uh, and, and more angst and and quite honestly more reaction. Well, I, I understand what you're saying. Certainly, there are news stations that, that, you know, for ideological reasons, are not going to cover these stories. But I, I just disagree that necessarily that's the only way to uh, put hold these folks' feet to the fire on this issue. I mean, you have the uh, Congress itself uh -huh. uh, doing uh, investigations into the to the Nike and Coca-Cola's use of forced labor. A bill, as you noted, is is making its way uh, through Congress. Uh, hopefully, Nike and Coca-Cola's lobbying efforts against that bill will fail, uh, and we will get some protections uh, against uh, forced labor. I don't think any, con you know, no customer, no consumer wants to think that the product that they're purchasing might might have been tainted by the use of forced labor. So I, I understand what you're saying, but, uh, you know, we're the nation's oldest consumer protection organization. We have a 91-year pedigree for standing up for the consumer in the marketplace, and, you know, we're, we're out there amplifying the consumer voice on these issues, and we're not going to stop. We're going to come for every company uh, that thinks they're going to distract from their mistreatments 
for the you customer know, that's uh, using woke politics. Good point, and I, I should have been the, the one to bring that up early, and I didn't, uh, Will. Uh, this was Consumers Research, and uh, it morphed into Consumers Union, um, a part of it, Consumers Union and Con- Consumer Reports, right? And you guys are, are now yeah. like the original entity of what uh, those two uh, organizations have branched from. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, correct. yeah. I should have said that at the very beginning. You know, because like I said, often the, the messenger uh, defines uh, the message these days. Uh, I'll have someone say, oh, that came from Heritage. I can't believe it. Oh, that came from, uh, you know, Pew. I can't believe it. You know, things like that. And quite honestly, a lot of these organizations have uh, have honest and meaningful uh, research and data to share with us, as you do. I mean, everything you're saying is true and accurate. My point is... I don't know how you get that message out if you've got so many out there who who don't want to hear it simply because of the ideology. However, to your point, you've got programs like this, uh, and I'm very, very blessed to have uh, the largest, uh, most number of people listening to the talk show in in Delaware, in South Jersey. Appreciate that. Plus, you have social media and other ways to get out as well. Now, are are you looking for a, a boycott, or what is it? What is it you really want to want to, want to do here? Well, the Consumers First Initiative has a very, very simple message, and it's simply that if, if uh, you are trying to distract from your mistreatment of your customers, problems with your business, the taint of forced labor in making your product, and you're, you're going to try and distract from that by taking positions on issues, political issues that you know nothing about and aren't germane to your business, it's not going to work. Stop trying to cozy up to woke politicians. Focus on your consumers. No, it's a it's a good point, and we have a real problem in this country with kowtowing to China and the Chinese Communist government. And over one and a half million of these minorities have been either arrested or abused in China. About a million of them right now are, are in these internment camps. They're in forced labor, which is you know the horrible. And I find it stunning that the NBA would say, "Oh no, 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 we're not going to say anything positive about Taiwan because we don't want to anger the Chinese. We're making billions of dollars." And now John Cena, who's in fast and Furious, what, like 47, whatever it is, uh, probably about as good a movie as Scorpion King 4. He, you know, he had to had to apologize in Mandarin to the Chinese for right. calling Taiwan a nation. Uh, we'll get to that. But what, what's happening? See, what's happening here? Well, and you see that with Coca-Cola, too. I mean, no less than uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has called for a boycott of the Beijing Olympics because of the humanitarian abuses in that country, the use of forced labor. And you'd think that a, a company like Coca-Cola, uh, who's got issues uh, purchasing some of their uh, materials from organizations that have you know, reportedly used forced labor, would want nothing to do with the Beijing Olympics. But they are a top-tier sponsor yeah. of the Beijing Olympics. And it just goes to show you that they need to, they need to focus uh, – they need to get off of you know, politics in Georgia and Texas and any other state in the union. They need to focus on, on their con- customer, and they need to focus on making a product that's free from the taint of forced labor. Well, I'm going to throw this out there just uh, for folks to think about because it did cross my mind. Maybe they're involved in the far-left politics because that's where the power is, and it provides them some protection for their companies. Uh, at least that's where the most ang- angry uh, people are who will email, call, and, and tweet and such, as well as people who are paid to do that. Well, and it certainly may be part of it that they're trying to curry favor with, with woke politicians uh, to yeah. do favors, to cover for them, to, like, as, you, as you noted, lobby against the bill yes. uh, that would make it more difficult for them to import products made with forced labor. So that, that certainly uh, is likely part of it. Uh, and that's why, you know, that's our message. Stop cozying up to woke politicians. Focus on serving your customers. Well, you're doing important work. I, I certainly hope you guys get a lot of traction on this uh, around the country and around the world. Will Hild, he's the CEO of... Uh, 
Consumers Research, like you said, it's a nearly 100-year-old organization. On Twitter, at Consumers First, people want to see all these, Will. Where do they go online? Consumersresearch.org. That's consumersresearch.org. Operators are standing by because we cannot afford to buy them chairs. Okay, I thought that was going to be funny. Apparently not. (laughs) Thank you, Will. Be well, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Great talking to you. Okay, take care. We'll be back after this. Hang on. More with Rick Jensen is just ahead on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. 